um, hey, we've got, check it out. We've got some World Games information. Jay. Yeah, Jay, you with us? Yeah, hey, guys. Hey, how, how are you? Doing? This is Jay Caston with the World Games. He's the COO there, and uh, uh, he's going to hit us with all the details. Jay, what are we to now? We're under 70 days, right? Yes, we are 68 days, to be exact. And you and I were talking about it the other night. Uh, I mean, as much work has gone into it up to this point, there is about to be a ton of work uh, coming down this home stretch, getting it together. So, uh, man, just kind of tell us where everything stands, and then we'll uh, hit you with some questions. Sure. No, I appreciate the opportunity. Thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, absolutely, you're spot on. That the everything's about to heat up a little bit. We're really transitioning from a lot of planning phase into the execution phase, and so we will start to actually uh, move some dirt, I guess you could say, on some of our our venues, from building bulls courts to putting down speed skating tracks here over the next month, and we're putting the final touches on, on a lot of planning for each venue. Uh, hopefully finalizing here or we will be finalizing here in the next week our transportation plan and really moving to the communication piece and letting people know what they can expect especially from an operational stance yeah that makes a lot of sense and i, I noticed actually to uh, to to that end uh, i got on the website and the website's fantastic and really informative because one of the things i suspect one of the barriers that y'all face is some of these sports aren't terribly familiar to a lot of people. So for example, fistball, uh, I, I, I looked that one up and, and you'll have a fantastic video. It's called the beginner's guide to fistball so that people who aren't, you know, familiar with that sport can get on and really in the course of about 60 seconds, watch a clip that gets them uh, introduced to something they probably weren't aware of. And, and honestly looking at fist. And when I say fist, I mean like the hand fistball, uh, it, it's a lot like volleyball. It seems like it's really high paced. In fact, it looks like uh, it's a lot more difficult to defend even than volleyball, but similar rules. And looks like that's going to be a venue out in Birmingham Southern. So my point is really some great communication already in place as you slip into this execution phase. Yeah, absolutely, and I, I appreciate you checking out this ball. It's an incredible sport, uh, and, and you're right. It's outdoor volleyball, basically uh, volleyball across the soccer field, and it's incredibly fast-paced, very popular in Europe. I really encourage people uh, to not only go see the, the more Americanized sports, uh, such as lacrosse, uh, flying disc, and softball, but for every ticket you buy to one of those sports, go see something you've never seen before because these are truly world-class athletes, and – there's a lot of our websites have a great source to really go down some good YouTube holes and uh, see some really incredible things. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, I, you know, uh, one of the other interesting things to me, and I guess Protective Stadium will be the venue, is, is this drone racing. Is that right? <laughs> You're spot on. Uh, drone racing uh, is a really up-and-coming next-generation sport. Uh, obviously, a lot of uh, younger demographics really uh, – really go towards it. And we think protective stadium is going to be an incredible venue. So it was originally slated to be a Barber motorsports park. Oh, um, but yeah. And so, uh, but the pandemic gave us the opportunity to actually put it in protective stadium with the extra year that meant protective stadium would be able to be open. And what the, they'll do is they'll utilize the opening ceremony stage. And that's where they will actually sit. They'll have chairs with the remotes and above them will be the jumbotron where you can actually see their point of view as they're uh, driving these actual drones through the stadium. Oh, wow. 
Jay, how about uh, just from ticket wise and all? What are the? I guess what are sort of some of the most popular things selling now? And uh, is is anything sold out? Or what do people, if they want to go see, really need to get on and get some tickets before they are sold out? Sure, great question. Uh, so the the fast the percentage wise, the biggest selling sport right now is sumo wrestling. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a Boutwell Auditorium. It was actually already sold out at the gold medal day. So wow. <laughs> uh, certainly uh, that is a sport that you rarely get the opportunity in the United States to see. Sure. So uh, certainly I would encourage people to go get the preliminary rounds and check that out. Uh, another sport that has sold out on one of their medal days is actually speed skating. And that is going to, we're actually building a track on the Powell steam plant uh, parking lot. Oh, wow. And so uh, there's two days of that, and one of the days has already sold out. So those are those are the two sports that have sold out, but certainly our, our quickest selling event is our opening and closing ceremonies. We've already released a little bit of information on the musical acts, and there are some big names uh, coming up here in the next week or two that we're going to continue to build on that as the drumbeat gets closer and closer. But the opening ceremonies is not really going to be a concert it's going to be a show. It is really um, going to be a spectacle to see Rashida Leroy, LRY Media, producing it. Um, they're doing a great job, and we really think it's going to be one of those uh, shows that hopefully everybody goes and sees and will always remember that and be proud of what it did to represent Birmingham. Well, you know, we've talked a little bit, too, about, I mean, with with the USFL, you know, it's on TV every week. Uh, we, we had a good showing as a city with the Birmingham Bowl. You know, it was full and uh, now kind of rolling into the World Games. Uh, I, I mean, this really is a chance uh, to kind of, I guess, reshape the image of Birmingham or, you know, just put, a I guess, a current day, uh, you know, visual out of what, what we're doing here. Uh, how's, how's that part coming? And, and I mean, what what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so uh, uh, our CEO, Nick Sellers, likes, uh, uses the phrase a lot. You know, a lot of people outside of our, our little circle here in Birmingham uh, sometimes perceive us in black and white. And when I say that, I mean more of like television and the World Games and a lot of the things with USFL. I think it's given us the opportunity to really show that Birmingham's coming into its own and we're really uh, a place on the rise. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've, between the sporting events, what UAB is doing, I mean, the downtown, uh, everything that's going on down there. I mean, I, I, Tony, you told me, I mean, you lived in Morris Avenue years ago. And, <laughs> yeah, there was uh, nothing. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's a little bit different now. Now you got to deal with traffic and, biz, and you know, you have to neighbors. get a reservation, you know, and so it's a. Uh, it's an exciting time to be here and the world games is just one of those steps. And, and we were talking to a lot of the hoteliers and everything, you know, we're really on a stage here. Um, all of these sports and especially like softball gymnastics, they have international championships. They have uh, United States championships. So hopefully this event uh, we show to all these different sports and anybody else that comes, you know, we, we are a great place to bring your event. we, Host things and show Southern hospitality as good as anybody. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. We're with Jay Caston, the CEO, COO of the World Games. Jay, I was noticing a couple of news releases this week. It looks like if you want to support the World Games, one of the ways you can do that is the Department of Revenue just came out and showed that there's a, a World Games vanity tag available. Is that right? That's right. Absolutely. Uh, the license plates uh, just uh, went up for sale. And so, uh, Certainly, uh, I, I look forward to getting mine here when I, my tag renewal comes up here shortly. 
Um, so that's one way. We also had uh, have bricks for sale. So you can uh, put your family name on a brick and put that in the uptown area across the street from Protective Stadium. So we've got some unique things like that to make sure you can remember the world games for, for beyond the games, I guess you could say. Jay, let me ask, uh, you know, with any kind of event like this, and I know uh, all of it's a rush to get finished, but is there anything that, like, is there one uh, venue or, or, or you know, something that's a concern that that you're just like, holy cow, we got to get this done, and, you know, it's not put together yet? Is is there anything like that? Well, you know I wouldn't admit that. I was going to say, yeah, that's an interesting <laughs> question. Yeah, man, it's that way on all of them, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah, everything's perfect. Let me right. Know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> So uh, I, I think uh, with big events comes big responsibilities. Sure. And so from an a international sporting event standpoint, we are actually uh, we received what's called a SEER 1 rating, and that's delivered from the Department of Homeland Security. And that really puts us in line with the, the Super Bowl. 40,000 applicants a year for the SEER rating. Uh, oh, one, wow. About five, five a year get a SEER 1 rating. And that's, uh, you know, that's just really making sure that we will have the safest games and we'll have the federal resources to ensure that because obviously our city resources are limited to a certain degree because they, you know, <laughs> the city of Birmingham doesn't stop because we have the world games. You know, we still have everybody in our uh, public safety department still have a job to do. So we're very fortunate that all the uh, uh, public uh, partnerships from the state, from ALEA to the county, and a lot of different municipalities throughout the state are chipping in uh, to make sure that we have everything we need to conduct a, a, a first-class event and ensure it's safety of the event. Um, and, and with that comes, uh, you know, we'll have uh, perimeters, I guess you'd say, or roadblocks more so than people are used to. And so we're really working hard on a public transportation system that we think will really uh, be an opportunity for people to see uh, and utilize this idea in future events as well. It really gets people throughout our neighborhoods and downtown at no cost. How about volunteers? Uh, are y'all still you know, trying to bring in more volunteers to help? Yeah, you know, volunteers are the lifeblood of events. You know, I, I can do all the planning and everything, and our staff does. will continue to do a great job. But at the end of the day, the volunteers are the ones that really ensure the events are conducted well. And so we're, we've seen an un, unbelievable amount of support. We've got 4,000 applicants, um, and we're going through the interview processes, um, gone through the interview process with so many. And so uh, certainly if anybody um, – wants to be a good help we'll definitely take it you can register on our website um you know one thing obviously with an international event is finding people that have uh language skills uh beyond uh just the english language and that so makes sense, yeah. we're all, that, that's that's something that uh certainly we can't get enough of but you know we also can't english is the official language of the world games so that's really the focus but certainly uh we think that the more we can find that speak spanish french german all these different languages, we can add a level of hospitality and uh, you know ensure as good a communication as we can possibly have. Yeah, that's a great point. Hey, well, we we got to start wrapping up, but uh, I had one other question. Just how about uh, the the athletes? Will they be coming and going the whole time, or are they just are they all arrive, or how does how does all of that work? <clears throat> yeah, so we have it's two waves really. It's not like the Olympics where they stay the whole time, and so basically the first half of the the first five days of the World Games, we'll have those athletes in. And then uh, they'll compete and do their thing. They'll be at the opening ceremonies and they'll walk into the stadium with their flags. And then about uh, really around July 13th and 14th, we'll transition. We'll have an overlap of when they're leaving and the next wave comes in. 
And so right in the middle there, July 13th, when we have the most, really, we have all the athletes, 3,600 athletes really at one time. We'll have an athlete tonight, and we'll do a special party for them and have a special concert in the World Games Plaza, which will be located in uh, the brand-new City Walk, which will really open to coincide with the World Games. Okay. Well, uh, we got to run, but anything you want to say before we uh, move on? No, uh, tickets are going fast. Please go to TWG2022.com and get your tickets. And, again, I encourage anybody, please check out some of these unique sports. These are world-class athletes, and uh, we're very fortunate to have this in Birmingham, and we need to sh- show off. All right, Well, and thanks for joining us, Jay. Yeah, thanks. That's thanks Jay for Kasten. the opportunity, Tony Brock. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Have a great weekend. Yeah, thanks. That's Jay Caston, the COO of the World Games. It could be information to change your life forever. Or the Something You Should Know podcast could just be something interesting. What separates a great restaurant from a good restaurant? A great restaurant will never refuse to seat three guests because the fourth guest has not yet arrived. If your wait for a table gets much longer than 15 minutes past your reservation time, a great restaurant will buy you a drink or something for your inconvenience. Join Mike Carruthers and guests for Something You Should Know. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.